0: The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of our employers or any third party. Episodes may at times cover sensitive or controversial topics that may be considered offensive, objectionable and or upsetting to some listeners. Critical thinking is required. Listen at your own risk. Every single person is entitled to see themselves represented.
1: That discriminating against gay people is surprisingly legal in much of the country. We must demand
0: full equality for all. Recording live from Out of Our Closets.
1: In Denver, Colorado, this is Lesbi-Educated, the podcast where we get queer about education.
0: Equity in education is the future
1: and it's time that we talk about it. Uh, holy cow, we're back. We have been away for quite some time. Yeah, Um, we missed you. (laughs) Yeah, we really hated being away from the podcast, but also really wanted to protect it from kind of the chaos that was going on in our lives during 2022, really towards the end of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So we took a break to really figure some shit out for ourselves. We started the podcast back in 2022 and truly hit the ground running because it's very on brand (laughs) with who we are. But we're human, and we work ourselves to death, and we were at the point where we were struggling to manage all of the responsibilities and passions that we've dedicated ourselves to, so.
0: Yeah, it's kind of fitting to be back in the new year. I like that. I like a new start. We're the same people with the same passions, but we kind of got our shit together, worked on our mental health, (laughs) kind of organized our life a little bit, and we're really ready to, to start again and even do it better. We're going to let this episode kind of be like an episode where we reflect on the past year because it is, after all, the year that we started this podcast, but it's also been a damn year. (laughs) So (laughs) there's a lot to think about. And uh, yeah, we're going to play like a sort of question game. We have all these questions written out on these note cards and they're all scrambled and I'm just going to kind of draw one and then we're going to both answer it. (laughs) We figured that we owe y'all a good update before we start throwing educational content at you. So let's get personal
1: okay okay here i go question number (laughs) one
0: okay let's see what made you feel valued and obviously these questions are about 2022 i thought we should oh okay in case we're doing this you know 2025 and someone's listening you know
1: this is based on the year 2022 yeah um I have an answer. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first. <laughs> okay. What made me feel valued? Uh, getting the job of my dreams, I think. Not I think, I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got a new job back in December, which ties into why things have been really chaotic. Um, I left uh, working directing in childcare, care, um, something that I've been doing for quite some time to transition into a new role, still with the world of early childhood education but um in a different uh setting so that's definitely my good one (laughs) it
0: really is yeah Yeah, actually mine's job related too (laughs) believe it or not um yeah my i mean really i think for me it's my students i mean sounds cheesy but really it it feels so significant and important to like know that i'm an adult in their life that like plays a role in their life you know it's hard to get teenagers to care that you know you exist as an adult you know and it's even harder to not be seen as someone who is standing in their way as a right, teen, you know, because yeah. that's exactly how a I nice saw occasion. adults. Yeah, especially in education when you're trying to teach the math. <laughs> so I <Yeah>. feel <laughs> really awesome about the fact that, like, my students love coming to my class even though it is a math class and that they see me as as an adult that is, like, a safe person that they actually want to be around I had students tell me how much they missed me over break which is insane because I didn't ever miss one teacher ever and um you know it's just like it, it feels so cool to like be important to teenagers that's really bottom <laughs> line I mean oh, yeah you know, you know you're cool when teenagers are like <laughs> also think, you're, think cool. you're cool yeah it's like it takes a while to get to that point I mean like even as a like young looking and like fun looking person you know you're still a teacher and they still resist and it's like building those relationships is so awesome because you really start to see that you've like kind of impacted them on like a subtle level and that feels just really valuable uh so yeah that, that's what makes me well, so valuable. That's such a good
1: one <laughs> okay Mike. i don't know why it feels so suspenseful <laughs> it does but it does <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of pressure okay. um what is something that surprised you in 2022 this is probably the one when i was thinking about stumped me but, yeah i guess honestly like
0: no but really i think the really the big thing that surprises me which it shouldn't surprise me anymore is like just how Freaking fast time flies. I just, it is mind blowing to me how quickly everything happens and how much changes in so little time. And like that never ceases to surprise me. So, um, what surprised you? Yeah. So, my
1: answer to that is uh, how quickly your life can do a 180 <laughs> for the better on that end, too. I constantly surprise myself when I get comfortable because then, yeah. right when I get comfortable, yep. is when everything changes for me. I know, Um, like, it never (laughs) fails. So I had, like, really huge life changes that happened in 2022, and I think it was surprising. There were all changes that needed to happen and were definitely for the better. But it's surprising how quickly your life can change.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I feel like it's really good to be open to, like, things just happening and not expecting it because that's when like the best things happen but if you're like trying to resist and force everything and, yeah like, i know it's like doesn't work so no you kind of, of have to be delusional like, what what are you gonna
1: give me life yeah. <laughs>
0: go for it <laughs> i draw another question uh, what did you create aside from this podcast obviously
1: <laughs> oh okay do you want me to go first yeah um a home A living space that is (laughs) entirely my own. Create is the
0: perfect word for that. (laughs) It
1: is, because I really, um, at one point in 2022, got really invested in feng shui and moved around my house so many different times. (laughs) There were so many times in the middle of the night where I couldn't go to sleep because I knew that I needed to move a piece of furniture in my living room, and um, so I think a little alternative way of creating but um no it's, creating it's a totally space a that feels comfortable for me to live in and is entirely my own which is wild first time so yeah you something. guys should see it it's literally <laughs> perfect i love it <laughs> i do love my own uh but yeah that's something that i created in 2022 yeah. your turn okay well i created a lot
0: of art yeah. <laughs> as <laughs> per usual i mean especially at the beginning of the year man i was pumping out paintings and drawings oh like, my god
1: yeah they're like around crazy <laughs> yeah I'm looking at, um, Two different Joyce. Oh man, I drew so much.
0: Art, yeah. <laughs> but I also, yeah, I mean, I created some pretty cool math lessons. <laughs> I, I love <laughs> you know, that. Maybe that's only like, cool for me. But yeah, I mean, mainly just like art stuff, right? Like I uh videography, all of it. Like I, I love that whole side of my life. I mean, it definitely started not happening as much toward the end of the year. Now it's in full swing, but you know, there's always creation of some sort. And if yeah. you don't
1: follow Joyce on Instagram, you should. <laughs> at Joyce Jamie. But we also More
0: did time. create this podcast which is probably our biggest creation Head of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and it feels awesome. We kind of like are we've been talking and like looking back at the whole year and we're like how on earth did we put this podcast out there in all that chaos and do a pretty decent job at it? Like how did we even do that? <laughs>
1: yeah, we're really proud of what we have yeah, and yeah. we're really happy to be back. Cuz we started from scratch, so it's pretty cool. I'm like sneaking my hand <laughs> underneath this table. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is a good one. Um, how did you take care of yourself in twenty twenty two? I'm gonna make you go first. <laughs> this is
0: definitely not my strong suit. No, and I feel like I really learned how much I need to take care of myself. That's that's a big one. But you know, I did something. So I uh, see. I went to the doctor for the first time in literally years. I got so a therapist again. Finally, and that's uh, recent too. Yeah, yeah. And I just like really started like digging deep into my brain. And started the process of figuring out how to get on a more healthy track because yeah we we both work ourselves to death and I definitely I do everything all the way and I never stop and I feel like uh, just having that realization and realizing that I like need to start taking better care of myself uh, was in itself <laughs> taking care of myself so yeah getting a therapist and going to the doctor was a <laughs> huge <laughs> Thank you. that's incredible how did you take care of yourself you've done um, a good job especially toward the end of the year you yeah
1: yeah Um, I think taking care of... Okay, so I think listening to my gut and going with my instinct. um, Also taking space and time alone. I feel like I spent a lot of time towards the end of 2022 alone. Um, I was working a lot, and I also just needed space and remembering that it's okay to take space and time away from everything. (laughs) And it was really, really necessary, and um, I feel... Rejuvenated, and I'm so excited like I'm now working a job where I have a lot more work life balance, and I actually get excited to spend time with the people in my my life now because before it just when you're working so many hours and you don't really get a whole ton of time by yourself, it makes it hard to socialize and to be a hundred percent so I'm just really, really proud of myself for taking space and time when I needed it, and working towards creating a life for myself that's going to be a lot more sustainable. So, yeah,
0: yeah. such a crazy thing being a, like a person who like cares so much and works in an industry that's like all about others and giving to others, and how like quickly you can like completely lose, lose yourself, yourself in it and like not take care of yourself, but like yeah. you need to in order to be able to do that kind of job, and it's like this catch twenty two, and I feel like it's yeah a messed up system that it's even like that but yeah. we're figuring out how to master that because it's definitely hard
1: yeah absolutely <laughs>
0: yeah. okay is it my turn? it is okay okay a big lesson that you learned
1: <laughs> um uh, do you you want
0: to go first no do you want
1: me to go first I feel like
0: the person who asks it should be the other person who goes first
1: <laughs> okay um, a big lesson you learned. When I was um, thinking of my answers to these questions, I clearly was in quite the headspace. Um, not everyone is worthy of your love. And I, it feels really weird and selfish almost to say it out loud, um, which is probably why it's a lesson that needed to be learned in my life. I invest in people sometimes a little bit too much and sometimes it gets me burned and recognizing that the people who want to be in your life and make an effort to make you happy and to take care of you are worthy um, of your time and energy and love and those who are constantly taking away from you are really not and that's a really It was a hard lesson to learn because I was at the point where I believed like if I just pour love into everyone, then I'm going to get it back. And that is not always what happens it was a healthy healthy lesson to learn but definitely a hard one and one that i'm going to carry with me in 2023 when you're giving someone a lot of love and they're like mistreating or they're not
0: even appreciating or they're not even benefiting from it as to a certain degree there's so many people in this world that are worthy and like like need love and like we only have so much that we could possibly give to everyone and like if we're giving it to the wrong people then so many other people are lacking from it so it's like at least even if that person's not getting it because they didn't really deserve it. Then somebody else who it will, you know, will get yeah. it from us. So a I big will. lesson that I learned. Yeah. Okay. I definitely the it was hard for me to think of this, but then it like became really obvious. But pretty much the biggest lesson is that I'm not actually invincible. Hell yeah. <laughs> my body is. is not actually invincible. Like no. I I live very disconnected from my body. Like I am notorious for not taking care of my body and just completely disconnected from it. Like I have a huge pain tolerance, all that jazz. But I mean, like. I literally thought I could get away with, uh, you know, never paying attention to it forever. And, yep, yeah, nope, <laughs> age happens. And that, you know, life was like, no, yeah, you're going to start like a feeling your body sometimes. So, yeah, it was definitely a hard lesson because... Uh, I just like to think that I am like the energizer buddy and that I have endless <laughs> energy. And I do have uh, insane amounts of energy. Yeah, more <laughs> like than I do. Nobody ever believes that I'm in my 30s. But, you know, no. uh, yeah, even even I like had a, yeah, my body was just kind of like, okay, you're done uh,
1: just destroying me and you're going to pay attention to me now. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so proud of you. That's yeah, a huge crazy. step. And especially when you, the more you avoid those things, the harder it is to go back to it. So yeah. I'm really yeah, proud yeah. of you. Yeah. Okay. What helped you survive 2022? Okay, okay definitely music. Yes. <laughs> my
0: number one <laughs> survival uh tool.
1: you and I have the same answer yeah. for that. Literally
0: music and definitely cats. Uh they're like a pure good in my life. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Literally I just I just need to think about a cat for a second and I instantly feel good. <laughs> uh, but um and yeah, and I mean obviously also Rowan <laughs> literally saves my life on a daily basis in like a very practical way like by getting me to eat they're me to literally sleep. incredible yeah getting me to like you know, drink water <laughs> all of which i forget to do so yeah <laughs> that's been that's been good <laughs> what has saved your life
1: um music definitely going to see concerts joyce and i like in the midst of times that were really hard we we're like okay there's like 10 days left until we get to go to a show <laughs> there's like Four days it literally. So we have to, to make it through literally this one more day, like 24 <laughs> hours. And, um, yeah, being at live music and surrounded by uh, my friends is life-saving for me. Um, so that definitely helped me survive. Also, my family. Um, my family has been through a lot, and they constantly support me in all of my decisions, whether good or bad. Uh, They're always by my side, so I'm really grateful for that. Um, And my cats. My cats have gotten me through a lot. They're always here for me. And, yeah, music, family, friends, cats. Literally the best. (laughs) Hold me together in 2022, that's for sure.
0: I can't think of, like, anything that's more purely good than, like, music and cats. It's like, you just, like, can't go wrong.
1: (laughs) It's your turn. Okay. You draw.
0: Okay. Oh, the best probably question of all—the a moment that altered your chemistry. Okay. I, mean, I think we have the same exact answer. Do we have one. the same yeah, one? Yeah, okay. A, um, I bet we could say that literally physics, the same time. Yeah.
1: I have two. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. Same. <laughs> okay. Odessa. Odessa. And Fred, Fred again. again. Okay. <laughs> literally, guys, we can't even explain to you like um, the how life changing these freaking concerts were.
1: So we went to see Odessa this year, which is a Artists that I have been, I never in my life thought that yeah, I was going to be able same. to see them. And then all of a sudden they came to yeah,
0: and we saw Denver. It. And it was—it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. Every single time an Odessa song plays, I get like full-on, full-body goosebumps. If it you was, went
1: to that show, you know what we're talking about. But I think Odessa, as an artist, has changed my life in so yeah, many ways. Same. And has literally saved me. Yeah. Um, so seeing so them live was unbelievable unmatched yeah. um and also seeing fred again. fred again yeah that was
0: i I can't even pick between the two of them as like my no because concert. they're so
1: drastically yeah. different and-, and we
0: saw fred again front row which literally was my dream actually coming true i mean i i've been following fred again since he very first started and i have seen so many of his shows where i see people in the front row like like you know going hard at his show and i was like one day i wish that would, would be me and
1: it was literally us like i think we i got to the concert like two yeah, hours before yeah, the doors opened yeah. so that we, we could were be in the, the front row bed. and it was uh, i don't even i don't even know that how thing. many times i cried
0: literally yeah, my life. <laughs> it was
1: so insane, insane. those oh, are and
0: two I, artists we 100% would recommend you listening to yeah because,
1: i uh, had a couple of, like i had a friend um that i went to high school with who went and saw fred again um in brooklyn and was like posting pictures of the, or videos of the show and i dm'd them and i was like was this not the most incredible show you've ever genius. seen in your life and they're like i don't even know how to put it into words he's so literally, literally a genius fred again or o does a live at any point do okay oh i'll draw Yep. are these fair game Yep. yep. Right here okay Ooh, um an unexpected joy that's uh, a cute question
0: I, this one is definitely goose <laughs> my tiny <laughs> little baby cat uh yeah, he came out of nowhere. I, oh, I, mean, I think yeah.
1: last wait. Oh yeah, Do you we, talk about name Yeah, we
0: changed his name. Uh, I mean, it, was, it Lucifer, was Lucifer, and we were calling him Lucy Goosey all the time, and then it just Goose seems way more fitting. Goose um, is really fitting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's very silly. He's very silly. <laughs> he is the silliest, and he has grown so much. But he was definitely unexpected and an absolute joy. Yeah, he's he's great, and I like. Yeah, I can't joy. believe That's that. Perfect. I know he's the little black cat I always wanted, but he's not little anymore. He's <laughs> massive. He's the most magnificent pouch that is forming. So I am just very excited about it. They Aww. grew up so fast. He was yeah. so. Lucy was so tiny, and also like he had a roller coaster of a of a I start like to life. Happened. Yeah, I was uh, It was really hard there for a second, and he had like a traumatic health yeah. issues. But he is.
1: I think we talked about that in an episode yeah, we that came did. out in like July or August. If you haven't listened to that. I'm so glad it all
0: worked itself out. He's doing great. I he's like, so healthy. but he's obsessed with like uh, sitting in the sink and sitting in the bath. which always like surprises me because he hated it. Like because I, how many times I had to give him a bath when he was like, in, when he was sick. So it's so funny that he like still he's like a sink dweller. He literally he's so funny, <laughs> oh, I'm <it's laughs> so a awesome. sink monster. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's so crazy having a
1: kitten and seeing them grow into a cat. I know. Oh that's definitely an unexpected joy what was your unexpected joy um it was not an unexpected joy when it happened but living <laughs> alone for the first time in my yeah. life yeah it became um, an unexpected it joy. became an unexpected i knew change, it was right. going to be a joy for you oh my god i love living alone i i just really i'm very particular about my space and i've never lived alone i've always lived with either like partners or um roommates when i was in school and this is the first time, it's almost been a year that I've been living alone. And it has been so healthy for me. I really like taking care of my space. And I'm a tourist, so I <laughs> like my home and I like my things a very <laughs> specific way. Uh, so living alone gives me the ability to be very particular. And I've really been enjoying it. I'm also like more introverted than I think people Oh think yeah! That I am. Oh yeah! For um, sure. So I like to be alone. I like. I really like my space. Okay. My turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. This uh, is so fun.
0: <laughs> oh, I know a positive habit you developed.
1: <gasps> oh my god! Okay, this is one that. Okay, it is. Uh, closing the toilet seat. Oh, my God. Literally. So I have to do that now, too, because they literally are monsters. <laughs> well, okay, so when I got... I told you, I think, earlier in this episode that I really hyper-fixated on feng shui for about two to oh, three Oh, is this weeks. a feng shui it's thing? a feng shui thing. Oh, my God. And um, <laughs> I know that I'm probably going to butcher the reasoning behind it, but... In my mind, what I remember is that it's basically like you're letting negative energy come into your space. It's not being closed. And ah. it's also significant about your resources being flushed down the toilet. And when you close the lid, it, like, closes the portal. I think there's, like, the feng shui school podcast. And they were talking about the importance of, like, the bathroom for feng shui. And every single room of your house can hold, like, a significant um like value yeah. in. Different I can't wait to have more life. than one room. Like, yeah, well, even like the um, bed placement <laughs> yeah, and yeah. having. Like I remember learning about like having two. If you're wanting to accept a partner into your life, you should have you should make space for them in your bedroom, and so you should have like a bedside table, on each side, so that. If you have a partner, they can get up in the middle of the night and get water or use the restroom or, you know, those things. Whereas if you're pushed up against a wall, it doesn't really create an open, like, open environment to have a partner with you because then they're, like, closed off. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of interesting things. It's a really... I, I know very very minimal, but you're
0: probably um, about to get to know way more about it because we're about to move into a house. I know I can't wait. Get the heck
1: out of it. Yeah, Joyce is looking into um, Joyce and Kate and Rowan are looking into getting a new place, and I'm really ready to go in there and. Okay, can you guys awesome. move some things around.
0: Which also means we'll have a new studio space. Uh, I know. Oh, my right God. Soon.
1: Instead of sitting on my living room carpet. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really Punched nice. over. I know. My posture is shit. Yeah, oh, it really is. <laughs> and my joints. Like, I'm, like, oh. constantly moving out of pretzel <laughs> Except position. I still,
0: like, imagine that we're probably going to do the exact same I, thing in the beginning because... I don't
1: you know, know how, how to not well. sit on the floor.
0: I know. I know. Like, I can't imagine us at desks. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Okay, your turn. Mm-mm. Oh, my turn. What's your positive habit? Oh, duh! Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. Uh, well, I mean, probably like drinking smoothies every morning. That was like the biggest thing. Like I started doing it, and then I haven't stopped. And it's a really big deal because I haven't stopped either. Yeah, it's really it's. It, I mean, for somebody who like like doesn't eat a lot at all during the day because of uh, teaching, obviously, and uh, but also like uh, I drink a ton of coffee in the morning. It just like it was so good on my body. To drink a smoothie in the mornings, I, like, make these, like, really nutritional, like, with fruit and vegan vegan protein powder. Protein, Uh, And, like, it just, it really, like, changes the tone of my day. It helps, like, uh, coat my stomach for the coffee that I put into it afterward. And it just makes the whole day way better. uh, And it, like, makes my body, like, not, like, feel so crappy with all the medications. So it's, like, yeah, it was awesome. Like, I started it, and now I can't stop. And now I actually started uh, drinking smoothies at night, too, because it's, like, yeah, I just I we don't eat enough. Like being a teacher, you never have time, but also like yeah, uh, taking ADHD med- medicine is like, a, you know, like it makes like it really sabotages your yeah. appetite. So, and I love fruit, and so it's just it's like a good, really easy way to like get a lot of nutrients in, and I could tell my body is like so appreciative of it. So yeah, yeah it's like a simple habit, but it like stuck. It I did have, stick Yeah, I have my girlfriend to thank for that. Like yeah. not much else to thank for, but like that one. But we thank yeah. her for introducing <laughs> us to that. What is the
1: what is the brand of it? Do you remember
0: the the prouder? Yeah. The, oh yeah, it's like uh it's like Garden of Life. It has I literally like, the most min- amazing. Yeah, meat. it's like Garden all-
1: of Life vegan. I think it's a meal replacement.
0: Yeah, it's like every vegan fruit, meal. vegetable you could ever yeah. imagine, and then yeah. just with a lot of fruits and and then milk or milk. Yeah, almond milk that is like the most natural as you can get. That's yeah. what we recommend.
1: You uh sent me a video of you making that smoothie, yeah. probably like in June or July of last yeah. year, and. I have never, like, I don't go days without it. I've never gotten sick of it, nothing. No, I never get sick of it, and I always do strawberry banana. (laughs) Yeah, strawberry banana. That's literally, and berries, (laughs) and blueberries. Oh, Oh, we had a chia
0: seed cake. Yeah, and then I I went up and down with that one, and... We it's should get just, back on that. Yeah, I It's like hard that one. to make when you mess it up, like, taste real weird, and then you're, like, and then thrown I'm, off for a while. Smoothies are, like, the one thing I haven't gotten sick of, and I get sick of everything, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I did, I used to put cherries in it and peaches, and I stopped doing that, and that what helps is... me not get sick of it. Yeah. Okay,
1: I don't really like cherries. Yeah. I like peaches, but I, like, am diehard strawberry, strawberry banana. banana. Yeah. It yep. will never Ugh. do me wrong, ever. So. so. Like okay. Yeah, so that was a positive habit. Yeah, that's a great habit. It's my turn? Yeah. Yep. One new thing you tried.
0: Oh my God. I was literally sitting here trying to think of the answer to this and I was like talking to around. I was like, what did I try? Have I really not tried anything? We were like racking our brain and they were staring at me push. and it's they were like hard question. Then all of a sudden they were like, Joyce, your hair is blue. And ah, I was like, Oh my God, I got I put color in my hair for the first time in my entire life. My hair has always been like really dark brown or pitch black. And I have finally, for the first time ever, I put blue in it and it was crazy. And yeah, I have blue I have semi-blue hair now it's uh, so pretty yeah I mean and, and everybody was like your hair's so dark could you even make it a color and I never wanted to bleach it and like I just I never I never did it and uh and I did and it's crazy it's so cool but yeah that's definitely a new thing I did <laughs> and blue is definitely like a good it's a good color on you yeah, I love blue blue and black combo is great and yeah. like yeah uh, I like can't believe it's taken me this long to dye it, but it's so mainly because like it was. I mean, it was a pain to get that <laughs> black out of my hair. My hair is so dark, but it's cool that it worked. <laughs> it was definitely a risk. I was like, I don't know what I'm going
1: to, but is it on your Instagram? Did you post it? No, not uh, yet. I know just I just don't like do these video.
0: big reveals. I just wait like, until people see me in person. <laughs> but yeah, I should probably do that. But yeah, you should. It's pretty cool. It and yes, my students incredible. think it's cool, which is a win because you never know. It was actually really terrifying though, because like my like the the. It, The dye like got on my face and on my hands, and like my skin like retains ink so, so much, and so I was like looking like I was blue for a couple days, and I was like, this has to get off of my skin so I don't look like a little smurf, smurf. But yeah, Yeah. so now I feel better about it. Yeah, looks really good. (laughs) What is one new thing
1: you did? I went vegan for quite a significant Mm -hmm. part of 2022, yeah, and it was introduced to me by Joyce and Kate, who have been you guys have been vegan for so fucking long yeah, I literally
0: counted. it I think I'm at like almost 13 years ago, I'm so, so proud I'm of nuts. you
1: and Rowan's vegan too and when I was Joyce and I would podcast a lot and it was a lot easier to adopt a plant-based diet when I was around all my friends who were plant-based and I really learned how to adapt things in my life to be more plant-based and now like I'm still pretty significantly plant-based at home and yeah it was like <laughs> something new that but i've tried i've never tried i've never done any like being vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian or any of those alternative diets i grew up i'm from nebraska first and then minnesota and so i grew up eating you know meat carb vegetable and that was my diet for a really long time um and then when it came to kind of like feeding myself once i started living alone um you have a lot more autonomy obviously Okay. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Eating vegan was inexpensive for me because it's a lot of produce and pasta. I eat a lot of pasta. <laughs> but there's a lot of changes that you can make to your diet that um, can positively impact the environment and your overall health. So there's a lot of benefits to adopting plant-based when you can. And so um, I'm not plant-based all the time, but um, a majority of my time, like that's uh, what I will lean towards. And it has made some really positive changes in my life so yeah i feel like it's literally the thing that saves me (laughs) yeah okay Okay. your turn Let's
0: see. oh (laughs) three songs jesus that hit hard (laughs) okay this was a hard god and i have
1: to um i have to answer first okay these are in no particular order i just had to choose i had to choose three when i was sitting and thinking about this question i have a list and i'm looking at it right now it probably has like 20 different yeah we will be
0: making oh we will be posting and uh uh, yeah, putting out their, a playlist, uh, playlist of all of our favorite songs yeah. because it was impossible to choose three and we really want to share with you all the songs that that like impacted us over the year. So stay tuned for that. But we chose three for this uh,
1: question. Yeah. Um so I'm excited. <laughs> one of the first ones that I chose was Majesty Remix by Closey. Oh and that song really kind of pulled me out of some really dark ruts and oh, it's so just fucking listen to it. It's unreal. Also, Closie, as an artist, she is phenomenal. She's French, and she's LGBTQ, and she plays some of the sickest music I've F- ever heard F- in my F- entire life. And we got unreal. to see her at Red Rocks this year, and, and we De- also De- just De- saw her at Decadence, so we're blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, no. <laughs> so Majesty by Closie. Um, the second one is an oldie but a goodie, but it really, like, resonated with uh, the beginning part of 2022 is Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. Oh,
0: yeah, um yeah. It's really... So de- you. <laughs> de-
1: fuck, it's... So you. Kind of a depressing song, um, but I related to it a lot at the beginning of this year and felt like it needed to be included in my song, so that hit hard. Um and the third song is Big Girls Cry by Odeza. I had to include odessa in there as well and this is a sia remix
0: even Um, just choosing songs from odessa is hard let alone all the songs that we know oh man yeah
1: but big girls cry i think hit a little bit differently in 2022 and these are all going to be on our playlist that we'll post um on spotify so go check them out but those gosh yeah those are the three it's gonna be
0: such a fire playlist (laughs) it
1: is i started crying when i was writing it it's very um therapeutic to think about like songs in relation to different times of the past year that's why i think i really like spotify wrapped when it comes out is like like there's definitely songs that i listen to on repeat during specific times yeah you can see it too oh Oh, it's like oh god you were such a sad girl yeah that's so good we're better now yeah Okay. Oh man. I'm dying to hear. What are yours? Okay.
0: Oh, this is so hard. It's oh my so god. Hard. Oh, because it's like I, I was. Don't like, even am know I choosing I chose because the right of one? the quality of the song? Am I like, choosing because of the meme? The meaning uh, there's so many. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean, okay, so uh my first one, and these are I mean, this one is in order to the other ones. Yep. My number one song was Fred again, uh Sabrina, I am a part huh. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, first of all, that oh, song is my, my alarm, god. and I like I I always try to force the Rowan in the morning to say, Say it. I am a party. Like say it like it's an affirmation, but it is an affirmation. (laughs) Yeah, but uh man, that song is just it it's like oh it's amazing. Also the poetry
1: like the The poet
0: behind it, yeah. That
1: um, is amazing.
0: And it was amazing seeing that live. It's just a beautiful song. Yeah, no, it is it is uh my number one. I mean, all of Fred again is amazing, but that one in particular. Uh okay, and then uh, I also had to choose an Odessa song, and I struggled with choosing, like, a, like one of their old songs that, like, have always been meaningful to me, uh, and I was, like, tempted to do that, but then, like, I, I didn't. I chose Wide Awake because mm. I've literally played it more times than any other song probably this year. Uh, I'm obsessed with it, uh, which it does surprise me because it's one of their newer songs, and, you know, it's like I'm a diehard for, like, old songs, you know, but it's it's so good it's so so good uh and every time i hear it i like relive the the concert i mean the whole all the songs on that album i relive it but it's yeah, it's so good um and i also love it that they that they a lot of their music is about not sleeping i'm like oh yeah yeah that's me. you <laughs> but yeah i think that seeing it live also really like drilled of, it in. Yeah, drilled it in and, and then my third one is schools out by memba Uh, oh my god (laughs) of course it is yeah blew me away it was also hard choosing which memba song i'm obsessed with but yeah i uh we saw them live we saw them open for closey and um i loved them before that show but i i mean i became like next level obsessed after the show they're just amazing um and all of their songs are amazing but this song in particular i especially love the videography for it it's it's uh it, it's so great oh my god they're they're amazing so yeah those were my my three oh
1: okay we only have four left yeah. oh okay what are you most grateful for oh actually we have two more to add cause like, oh be okay we have but so sorry. what am i most grateful for oh this yeah. is a
0: hard one as well i'm grateful for a lot of things i spend a lot of time in gratitude because i think it's really important and Uh, i feel like it's like a practice that people don't really realize the significance of because being grateful is such a good feeling and i try really hard every day to like really remember all the things that i'm grateful for because i mean it's so easy to take things for granted and it's so impactful to remember to appreciate them because it just makes everything feel a lot better but i'm really grateful for a lot of things but pretty much everything in my life and i'm grateful that i get to experience life the way that I am experiencing it. I'm grateful that I have like this chosen family that is like my, that is always there regardless of how chaotic life gets. That's so significant and important. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm really grateful by like certain health issues that I have, that I'm able to do the things that I love and that I'm, you know, still living and, and giving it my all. That That feels really awesome. Yeah, I'm grateful for obviously all the little things like cats and music and all the, yeah. I'm just, I'm pretty much grateful for like, everything I've, it's awesome that we get to live this life you know what i put on my documents of what cats oh i know <laughs> that's it that's all oh, i put on there i was like if i have to choose one thing it's going to be cats. and to be living
1: in colorado where we have red rocks <laughs> that has been and sunshine <laughs> yeah yeah Gosh. i i mean like i do take that for granted the amount of sun that we get here yeah, yeah. and then
0: no natural disasters because <laughs> yeah
1: i grew up in minnesota and i remember like days and days really like months of not being not seeing any sun which is bad for and
0: people like really you and need yeah, the sun. <laughs> I need the
1: sun. Even on days like I think yesterday was cold and cloudy and I, I I don't do well when it's not sunny. Okay, uh what I feel most grateful for is my home. Yeah. Um yeah. this apartment that I live in truly got me through like the hardest year and has always kept me safe and has been this um, a good find. a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Uh, during a lot of chaos, and so I'm very, very grateful that, one, I was able to find the apartment when I did, and the community that I have, like the location, it is incredibly safe, and is very homey. All right. How have you changed? Uh, God, Joyce, (laughs) I don't even know how to put this into words. I finally feel like i am worthy of good things and that good things are always happening to me and i think like i had to get into that mindset of like i am good enough I do deserve the good things that are happening and good things are happening to me all the time and I think like once I adopted that mindset of like call it like the lucky girl syndrome or something (laughs) where like you wake up and you tell yourself that you are worthy of good things happening to you and good things are always happening to you and there's like the law of attraction and the power of attention where if you are constantly thinking about good things happening around you, then you're going to be aware of good things that are happening Mm -hmm. around you. And that's not always possible with, uh, like mental health and stuff. Sometimes like your brain just does think about the negative, but, Mm -hmm. um, I think how I've changed is that I see myself as worthy of good things and that good things do happen to me where I was a pretty self deprecating (laughs) mid 2022 and really had to change my mindset and so yeah that's a good one That is a really good one uh yeah when have i was like changed? i mean that i kept like
0: racking my brain i was like I, like i like i don't think i've necessarily like changed i think really what it is is that i've grown in huge ways and like i'm always doing a lot of growing i have a really big growth mindset i'm like all about that totally um and i like feel like i've grown in such significant Get ways every year that I look back I've grown so much and it's so great to see because it, I could see how my brain has banded and I you know I'm a very like uh <laughs> I'm a neurotic neurotic is a great word, yeah, <laughs> a neurotic person uh and I have like a lot of behavioral things that I do that like uh yeah are neurotic and uh yeah I've just grown a lot in like my mindset and I've, I've really like proven to myself that I am capable of so much growth and so much change I think a lot of people think I'm way more rigid than I actually am like I come off as like a more rigid uh, neurotic person but I actually like I know on the inside that I'm like so capable of like just becoming just better and better and I just believe that I can constantly just keep getting better and because of that like I do give my all to my you know uh, personal growth I love it when people say whoa you like really you know changed that behavior or, like really worked on that so fast and like, they're shocked by it because a lot of people will say that they'll do something or that they'll work on something and then they don't and that feels yeah. good because the one thing I always know that I can rely on is that I will continue to like take feedback and grow. If you have told me that, I would have like gone to a doctor.
1: No like, way. Like
0: yeah. I just would have been like, nope, no. not gonna. I'm not gonna be ready for that for a long time. Uh, like I have a huge phobia of it, and like you know, I did it. Like I surprised myself. I'm just continuing to grow, but I grew in a lot of ways over 2022. 20, it was a big year of growth. Okay, who inspired you?
1: Oh. My therapist. I think. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And there, she inspired me to get a therapist. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's so good. I mean, shout out to Jane. She has been through so much with me and is constantly telling me that I am capable and worthy of good things. And it, it uh, took a long time to start believing that. But Jane has taught me so many things and has never seen me as what I see myself, I guess, does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Yeah, she sees the best of me, and she sees potential, and she has gotten me through really fucking hard times, and I mean, she's gone above and beyond this year to make sure that I'm safe, and uh, yeah, she kicks ass, so shout out to Jane. It's
0: so important to find a therapist that really, like, matches you. I feel like people don't really realize that, and that's yeah. why it's taken me so long to go back into therapy. It's scary. It's, like, I wasn't about to, like, just go with any therapist, and... So, But it does feel so awesome, yeah, to have a person who's, like, in your corner. It's just awesome. But, yeah, everybody should do therapy. It's so helpful. When I hear this question, like, this little story pops into my brain, and I kind of love it. Because overall, like, all of the brilliant artists that I love really inspired me a lot this year. Seeing them live really inspired me and my creative drive. Because it's just amazing seeing people, like, putting their all into their passions. I really do think that music is life-saving for a lot of people. And so when people are, like, dedicating their whole souls to, like, producing and making this music that has rocked my world it's so significant and seeing them in front of my face and seeing their passion all over their face is just so inspiring but there's this one little moment so we saw memba like i said at red rocks they actually had like a really crazy surprise happen to them that night that they like talked about on social media afterward so it turns out that like four years ago they were at this festival and this random guy uh, in a spacesuit, uh what came up to them and pulled up the spacesuit uh, helmet and was like yo i do visuals you should check me out and like and just kind of like threw out his name didn't give him anything but just threw out his name and then he walked away and they didn't think that they were ever going to like really think about it again right and they ended up remembering his name and looking looking him up and they ended up hiring him and he did all of the visuals for the show that we saw and he ended up on that night that we were at red rocks he came in a spacesuit and was in the front row, and surprised them. Like, they looked out in the crowd, and they That's saw him unreal. in a spacesuit four years later. And that, I mean, it's just so inspiring, because that guy, like, literally is like me. I do videography, and it's my dream to go and do visuals for EDM shows, and I, I don't know why I haven't yet, because everybody's always told me, like, you rock at visuals, like, this is your thing, like, you should do videography, but Again, it just feels so unattainable.
1: Jamie I love
0: it, and it gives me so much inspiration when I, hear, when I hear it. Just, like, he just took the gut, and, like, walked up to them, and like, it was like, hey, yo, I do visuals. It's like, that's what you have to do. It, literally, it's it seems so unattainable, but it's not. They're people, too. They're, like, p- people who are just as passionate as I am. And it's, it's just cool, like, Absolutely. finally seeing just how attainable it actually is because it hasn't felt like that for so long and it's so cool it was such a, such a little thing that like i found out afterward that made the show even more amazing but i just think it's also so awesome when the artists that we love they're like real people and you can see that in so many different ways and it's so cool when they don't lose connection to like you know reality and to no. the you know to people And to i think that's people. like a beautiful thing about it the is.
1: edm community yeah, like, it is it the is. artists are really humble
0: and it was like such a heartwarming i was like man and to have him so have surprised them like
1: that's so cool. that's so
0: awesome that's so cool yeah and props to him like for just like walking up to them if i ever see them in person i shall do the same thing <laughs> please do please do oh, oh man okay there's two left Ooh. okay okay something you are proud of accomplishing oh
1: Ooh. oh um i finished my master's program in 2022 yeah, big deal. yeah that was really huge God, that
0: was 2022 man, i know like i like graduated
1: in february of last year and got my master's before I turned 26. So I got it when I was 25, which was a really um, huge accomplishment. And I was really proud of it.
0: It's a good accomplishment. Like,
1: it is hard to do school like that when you're working full time. And... Yeah, I cried a lot.
0: Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> it was brutal.
1: Like, it was brutal. I cried a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, having, uh, having that completed. And I, I think about it all the time. I'm like, I, it's done. Like, I don't yeah. have to go oh, back. Oh, my God. I don't have to go back to school again. Maybe yeah, it will, but it was a lot. Uh, yeah, I was really, really proud of getting a master's degree. That was huge, and getting a new job. All of that yeah, happened was in twenty twenty two. So, yeah, That's that great. was that was good. Yeah. What about you?
0: Okay, so yeah, so it has to be taking. Like my core friends to every show on the planet. Oh was my God. My absolute, like, biggest life accomplishment because, as somebody yeah. who's worked in the field of education and who's always had to have two to three jobs and who has never been able to spend any money on anything that feels uh, like, you know, Uh, fun and awesome because it's always been about bills and you know staying alive and it's been so brutal because I literally work insanity hours and then also just all my money goes to like bills and taking care of people and like this was the first year where I was finally like financially sound enough after you know like you know building up this other business and also so working two full-time jobs that I actually was able to buy us every single concert ticket that we wanted and it was literally the best feeling in the world every single time that we were there and like I made that happen it was like so so significant because we all like deserve those moments so so much and we all have such trouble accessing those moments because yeah. we are slaves to the system and we literally work so so much it feels awesome that not only I did that for myself but I did that for closest people in my life who also struggle with the same thing and like just seeing how happy we- there was not one show where we were not like in such bliss it felt so good And it felt made all that work just seem so so unbelievably worth it. I've never had like money spent feel so like you know worth spending on. Like I don't know, I would do that all again in a heartbeat. I
1: can't believe how many shows we went to. So eternally grateful to you too. It was
0: it was the best feeling in the whole world. It was literally we went to the most amazing shows ever. It was so funny. I just I keep remembering when when you told me that like you went on this date and somebody asked you what shows you'd gone to and you were oh, at, I how, how like am I was like I don't <laughs> want to <laughs>
1: sound like I'm bragging Because I'm not trying to, but that's literally all we do in our spare time. And And like music is so important to us. And like finally got to see
0: all the artists that we have been waiting to see for so long because unlike indie shows that are, you know, I've always been able to go to because they're like affordable, EDM shows are, you know, they're kind of expensive. And so we finally got to see all of the artists that for so, so many years, we just weren't able to see. And we saw them all in one year at like the most amazing venue of all time. Yeah. So that's pretty
1: epic. (laughs)
0: Okay, there's one last question.
1: Do I get the honor of reading it?
0: Oh, my God.
1: Okay, something you want to do more of?
0: Uh, Yeah, that's a good fitting last question. Yeah. Uh, Definitely more art and more uh, videography. I plan on throwing my whole soul into that. I'm ready to, like, shift my life more toward that. end. And, like, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm going to get a a drone. and I'm so excited for that. I know. I have so many ideas. (laughs) Okay, what are you... What do you want to do?
1: I, this is the first time in my life that I actually have like time. time yeah. uh, I've always worked two jobs. And so really, it's just doing more of the things that make me really happy, which is taking time for myself, spending time with my friends, spending time with my family. It doesn't feel like a burden. Not that like spending time with the people I love ever felt like a burden, but it was really hard to allocate to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's so fucking awesome to see my friends and my family and be like stoked because I've been alone and I've been rejuvenated and I yeah. like I'm taking care of myself. So I'm really excited to see the people in my life. And that is like it's already started since starting this new job in December. And I am just so Fucking excited to keep doing more of that because I really love my life right now, and things are going very well. And yeah, yeah, t- That's that.
0: yeah. Time is a yeah, God. A good one. It's a good one. Yeah, now when I have summer break, you will actually oh have so God. much more time. Than I can actually have. <laughs> I know it's gonna be so wild. Yeah, it's gonna be so cool. Oh man, I can't believe we just answered all those questions. Okay. Uh, I guess we should talk about education at least a little bit. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Yeah, you know, that is the nature of this podcast. Like, we we love getting personal. But, yeah, this uh, this podcast is still about education. And uh, our bigger purpose is still fighting for equity in schools. And uh, we're really excited to get back into it with New Drive. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's still very, very, very important. Yeah, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. um, And... It's like a very overwhelming stability or like big overwhelming um, like need in the world. And, you know, we don't have like a super set game plan for this podcast. It's not how we really function. We're really like kind of flexible, like go with the flow, kind of, you know, take it as it comes kind of people. But there's a lot of things we want to cover and we're sorting through and figuring out how to best do that. Yeah. Yeah. We're still fighting for equity. (laughs) Yeah. That's the bottom line. Okay. So. Schools play an important role in supporting the health and success of youth, including LGBTQ plus youth, but we believe that every human has a responsibility to understand how homophobia and transphobia negatively affect these young people. We created this podcast to help bridge the gap between schools and the outside world because in in reality, it's all connected. We know from years of research that violence, prejudice, and discrimination have serious consequences for LGBTQ youth, including higher rates of mortality, mental health challenges, and suicidal ideation. And these harmful practices happen inside and outside of schools. LGBTQ youth have the right to education, and they have the right to live without criminalization, discrimination, and stigma, period.
1: The latest National School Climate Survey from GLSEN from the year 2022 just came out, and it revealed some really stark uh, results. So we kind of wanted to touch on these results. Yeah, kind of just shed light again on what is happening currently for students in our School system. Schools remain hostile for LGBTQ plus students. 83.1% of LGBTQ plus students who attended school in person at some point during the 21-22 academic school year experienced harassment or assault based on sexual orientation, gender expression, or gender identity. Fewer resources are available for LGBTQ students, uh, which is just shocking. Uh, The number of students who have gay straight alliances available for them at their schools has dropped significantly, um, as well as access to LGBTQ inclusive books and supportive school personnel has also decreased in the year 2022. Bullying and harassment, we know, goes beyond the classroom and students who were in online-only learning environments during the pandemic experienced higher rates of online harassment based on sexual orientation, gender, and gender expression than those who were in hybrid learning environments. School policies discriminate against LGBTQ students, which we know, especially transgender and non-binary students. Most LGBTQ students, 58.9% to be exact, experienced LGBTQ related discriminatory policies or practices at school. There's also been an increase in restrictions on students' use of names and pronouns and clothing based on gender norms, which we know is absolutely detrimental. Anti-LGBTQ plus harassment and hostile school environments directly harm mental health and academic performance. Nearly one-third of LGBTQ plus students missed at least one day of school in the last month due to feeling unsafe. Dark statistics, as per usual, yeah. but
0: it's just sad because despite the mass amount of efforts from, you know, big organizations that really are doing a lot to, to fight for LGBTQ plus rights, it just shows that the current political climate is overpowering that in pretty significant ways. And, you know, people might not think that, you know, politics and laws directly impact them, but they do on such a real level. And this is proof of that. Instead of progressing and moving forward and, you know, getting better, uh, we're declining. And that's so sad because these students need it so badly. Like I just, yeah. So bottom line is that LGBTQ plus students are experiencing just unacceptable rates of bullying and discrimination in schools. Evidence shows that inclusive policies, gay-straight alliances, and supportive educators are a huge part of creating educational environments where students can thrive. But a huge part of creating those safer spaces is acknowledging and addressing social and structural stigma, both in schools and in the outside world. A quick reminder that social stigma occurs when there are negative attitudes and beliefs about a person based on perceived social characteristics that distinguish them from others, and structural stigma is experienced when there is an absence of laws that protect LGBTQ+ youth from discrimination. So, you know, LGBTQ+ youth are counting on us. So, we really want to thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast and you know, becoming a part of this fight because we can't do it without you, and uh, you really can make such a big impact. We should just really quickly touch on our priorities or our our plans for this podcast for the year. Uh, we definitely are getting rid of judging. Yeah, <laughs> all done with that. professor. <laughs> stressor.
1: Uh, it was we still don't have the stories,
0: but not the judging. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was a cute thought. Yeah, you cute know, thought. that we could get someone new every single uh, episode, <laughs> but it's really hard.
0: We're also going to really try to a lot more interviews so that you can hear from the people who are you know for the this, people
1: yeah yeah and uh yeah we're just going to try to be
0: more, more consistent, consistent. Yeah. yeah
1: i think consistency was my biggest uh goal for this podcast yeah, because it can yeah. be really easy to get wrapped up in other things but this yeah. is something that joyce and i are really passionate about and we love it so much and it's really fun for us and it's uh, not only a learning experience for us but we hope that people listening can also learn something as well Uh,
0: But also, if you haven't already, go ahead and hit the subscribe or follow button and leave us a review. We want to hear your thoughts and chat with us directly on Instagram, at Lesbie Educated.
1: You can ask us anything you want. As always, thank you for listening. You rock. That's it. Oh my god. (laughs) So I just clicked end on the recording and a number that is so fucking significant in Joyce and I's life is 222 and the recording ended at one hour, 22 minutes, and 27 seconds. Yeah. And I just looked at it and I was like, holy <laughs> shit, we ended at a 222. It's a <laughs> sign. We're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing.
0: Dude, such a, that's such a trip. Isn't that wild? That's so oh, wild. Jesus. Oh my uh, god. Okay, that's a good way <laughs> to end. Oh, that's
1: ending
0: with, with 2022. Yeah. yeah. Oh my Fuck god, that's yeah. crazy.